Very big show for you guys and girls today. We've got the world famous segment, Scoops Goes Bang. The footy may be over, but Scoops Goes Bang is going absolutely nowhere. Well, at least for right now, it's not. We've got a trade period coming up. Free agency starts on Friday. Trade period starts officially next Monday. I will have a daily video for you guys starting from Friday, excluding the weekend, of course. So from this Friday onwards, we'll have a weekly video, or daily video, sorry. This Friday, the following Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, then the following Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday night. The following Wednesday. It is going to be a big night, a big few weeks of the trade period and draft will be after that. And the free agencies. Got a lot of names to go through. We're going to talk about the grand final. Um, and obviously Scoops Bang, which you'll find out in a second what the topic is about. In fact, you know what I'll tell you right now. It's going to be about the Max Holmes, Billy Brownless footy show comment. What's your thoughts on that? Leave it down below because I'm about to go bang on about it. First off, you want me on Cameo, head to cameo.com forward slash Cooper G. You want me to roast a friend? You want me to wish someone a happy birthday? You just want me to tell them they're great at Supercoach, they're great at some things, they're bad at some things, anything at all. If it's appropriate, I will do the Cameo request. So cameo.com forward slash, forward slash Cooper G. I'll repeat that, cameo.com forward slash Cooper G. C-O-O-P-E-R-G. There you go, cameo.com forward slash Cooper G. Now, I've got a campaign. I've just seen a notification come up while we're talking here in a recording. My next three guests I want to get on the, on the podcast, I'll take anyone, but my next three biggest aims are Jack Steele, Brett Ratton, and that five. Why those three? Well, you know my thoughts about St Kilda and some of their team selections, about their trade period and what their acquisition should be. Um, you know, I just want them on the show. I want to nail it down to rats and get it down to business. You know how passionate I am about the Saints and would greatly appreciate it. If you guys could help me get Brett Ratt and Nat Five and Jack Steele on the show. Steely, obviously the Saints skipper. I've met him before. He's a great person. And Nat Five, in one of my favourites outside of the St Kilda Footy Club, is Nat Five. So, love to get Five on the show. A former Brownlow medalist, um, and Steelish. Hopefully, he's a future Brownlow medalist. 
And Rats um, obviously led the Saints to finals in 2020, not so much the last two years, but we want that to happen. Um, so, yeah, if, if you could go tag Jack Steele and Nat5 on Ensign Kilda and Fremantle, for that matter, Brett Ratton doesn't have his Instagram account. So if you can go tag them on Instagram, preferably on the one of the most recent posts I have about wanting to get them on the show, hopefully the more tags, the more times I'll see it. I know some of them are seeing the post at the moment. I can view it through the stories. So I would love to get the guys on, Steely, Rats, and Fife, and anyone else, a bigger name, or anyone else we're going to get. I aim to get a lot of players, guys. I try and get the list of free agents. I try to get state league players like Waffle, VFL, Sample, whatever. Um, current AFL players, coaches, player managers, the whole shebang. You know, I try every sort of avenue. I try to ex-AFL players. Um... But who do you want to see on the show? Tag them on Instagram. That is probably the best thing to do. Go to my most recent post and say, get on this podcast with Scoops. He's had Craig McRae on twice. He's had Jane Stevenson, Dan Menzel, Nick Geish, and a player manager. I've had um, Brendan Archie, who I've just had on. Go check out that video if you haven't already. It was released on Friday night. Um, Fergus Green, Kai Owens, Jack Perris, Sarah Rolly, Tom Morris. I've had... So, so many names on, and I'm probably missing a few. Oh, Bev from the Bev Show. How can I forget? Good old mate, Bev. Good day, Bev. Hope you're tuning in, mate. Um, check him out on the Bev Show every Tuesday night. Um, I've had Yoey, Johan Wagner. I've oh, probably missed a few. There's been so many I've had, and I want to keep that tally going. I want to keep that number going up, up. If you want that to happen, go take anybody. It doesn't have to just be Jack Steele, Brett Ratton, and that five. Go take anyone else on Instagram or any account they've got on on my platform. So preferably Instagram with most of these players and that are on. Go to my Instagram post, tag them, let them know I've had Craig McRae on, Jaden Stevenson, Jack Perez, Sarah Olley, Tom Morris, Dan Menzel, uh, Brendan Archie, all these type of players. Go and help. Please help me get them the best chances for not only just me to ask, but the fans. And people can go, oh, Cooper, why can't you ask them yourself? Yeah, well, I can. I'll try Nick Dacos. You can try and get Nick Dacos on. It'd be great. Rising star, superstar. Um, yeah, any players at all that you want to see, tag them on some of my posts and say something, the work I've done that you want them to come on my show and I greatly appreciate it. Now, people say, oh, why do you keep asking us to do it? You do the work yourself. Yeah, I do do the work yourself. But I great, greatly would appreciate some support um, from time to time. And um, there's other p- platforms that I'm not going to mention their names because they're not worth my time. But um, some of them wanted to get recognition for certain AFL higher-ups and players and co to come on their podcasts and or their their TikToks and everything like that. Um, and they got their wishes this week, some of them people. So um, so if they can ask for support and you, they can help, I would appreciate, I'd greatly appreciate you guys could do the same for me. So go and tag Jack Steele, Nat5, St Kilda Footy Club, Fremantle, and anyone else that you want on my show down in on the Instagram post, because that's where most of the guys are on social media these days, and on Twitter, but preferably on the Instagram would be the best. Facebook as well, but again, Instagram. Now, we've got that out of the way. Also, too, the merch, um, not out of the way, I wanted to mention that. And the merch, um, there's eight T-shirt designs. Now, there is in the works for another T-shirt design, and um, trust me, it's going to be a great one. And you know it. All right. That might be a subtle tease there. Maybe, maybe not. You'll have to wait and see. 
Now, 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 now. Let's start off. For probably the last time for season 2022. The world famous segment. Scoop goes bang! Oh, good old Billy Brownless and the Max Holmes drama. Now, people could say to me, why, Cooper? Why are you mentioning this? I've seen a, and it's not the reasons why you think I'm bringing this up. A lot of people did not like Billy Brownless's take to Max Holmes and how he, his line of questioning was, where he's asking him, oh, bad luck about this not being the grandfather. How would you, how'd you feel? And Max Holmes seemed all odd about it. I don't see what was wrong with what Billy Brownless said. I know a lot of the comments on the Sunday Footy Show's posts on Footy on Nine Facebook and that and Twitter, people were shitting on Billy. Like, you can't get a joke. Is it funny? Or, well, that's up to you if you think it's funny. But I don't think there was anything wrong with it. Like, seriously, if this is the type of how soft some people are this year, in this generation. What was wrong with that? I don't know. Was it funny? Well, maybe, maybe not. But was it harmless and when did it warrant all the people having a little bitch online that Billy was tasteless and so not 2022? Maybe it's not so 2022 because everyone's soft. Um, but you can't handle the joke. It wasn't even really doing anything bad. And for the people that seriously thought that was bad and saying, oh, this is why Billy's not on 9 anymore, blah, 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 take him off for good. Seriously? Seriously. Seriously! That's what you want to knock him off for that? <laughs> Am I the biggest Billy Brownless fan? No. But you want him off TV for good for that reason alone? You cannot be serious. You cannot be serious. Now, another thing I wanted to mention too. On the uh, famous, the world famous thing with Scooters Bang is this. So I had my AFL Grand Final vlog, and uh, it was a great day at the Footy Festival on the Wednesday. I went on the Wednesday, the first day of the Footy Festival. Got to speak to so many players: Lily Mithen from the Melbourne AFLW side, Marcus Bontempelli, Jay Gresham, Charlie Kerno, Luke Shuey, Jack Gunson, Tom Mitchell, uh, Mitch Wallace, um, a big boy Ben McAvoy, Charlie Kerno. I've probably missed a few that was over about 10, around the 10 plays. I'll tag them all on the Instagram post if you can check it. The vlog is just around the 5,000 view mark, so I greatly appreciate that. Um, everyone tune in. If you haven't checked it out, go check it out on the YouTube channel right now after this show. Um, but, yeah, people were all in the comments going, oh, oh yeah, you didn't, you couldn't get it. Marcus Pally looked all upset and annoyed that you were taking a photo with him. Blah, blah. Blah. And people go, oh, you didn't really get him on the show. Well, newsflash, you can see him clearly speaking on my show, answering a couple of questions I had about his feeling on Dunks leaving and on um, who's the most underrated player in the comp in his eyes. And he said his own teammate, Ed Richards, who plays up half-back. Fair enough, whatever. Pump up his own players, sure. For people to say that, um, you know, to start criticising me, saying, oh, you know, mocking how I speak and everything like that, you are irrelevant people. People say, it's funny how people say, I'll get nowhere in life. Right? I actually asked 
Marcus Bontepelli and Lily Methan pre-recording if they would do a little like a vlog slash interview type thing set up. And both were happy to oblige. Did I ask them all? No. Because some of the lines for some of the people at certain times were long. So I didn't want to hold up the line. At the time, the Lily Mithin one and the Bont one, the lines weren't big at all at the current stage of when I was there. So I thought, I've got some time here, I'll ask them. And they were happy to oblige, and they did that. Jade Gresham, in the signing thing, the line was big. Had the photo. Now, I did not ask him to sign the top because I didn't want to keep holding him up. But he said to me, he said, do you want me to sign the top for you as well? I said, yeah, sure, no, why not? Thank you. Gresh was great. Great person. I met Gresh before. Not the first time I met him. And uh, this time was also great. Big Boy McAvoy, Charlie Kern, oh, Bailey Fritch. Bailey Fritch was the other one. Actually, when I think about it now, Bailey Fritch was also one of the nicest ones to talk to out the people I spoke. They're all good. But Bailey Fritch was really good. He answered a question. He had a big line. Oh, a few questions. He had a big line. Um... And he didn't, you know, you know, try and push people along like some do. Like, yeah, great, take a goodbye. Uh, but he, you know, he was really good. He was talkative. Um, he was genuine, and they're all, he was great, Bailey Fritch. Um, and you heard some of the audio there of that in the vlog. Uh, so for people that say that, you know, I'll get nowhere in life, well, just remember this. You people say that oh, I don't like Bon and Pally. I've never once said I don't like him. I've never once said I hated him. That's what you idiots online that say that say. I don't say. I've never hated him. I never disliked him. I never said he's a bad player. In fact, he's a good player. I don't know how many times I have to say this. I've never said he was bad. I've never liked him. That I never hated him. I've never said any of that. He is a good player. He's one of the best players in the comp. But just because I don't think he's the top five in the top five in the comp doesn't mean. I don't think he's no good. So seriously, to the people that say that, lift your game. And for people who use the Billings Bottom Pallet comparison that I said Billings was better about five years ago. It maybe back then Billings was better than Bottom Pallet five years ago. Things have changed now. JB's been injured a lot and everything like that. So maybe the answer's different. I don't hate any AFL player. So the people that keep pulling that narrative, stick your finger out of your ass and get the fuck out off my Facebook page, Instagram page, and to the gutless keyboard warriors commenting on my YouTube post about that, saying inappropriate things and uh, mocking my speech and how I look and everything like that. Is this why you comment on there? Because you're jealous of me and my success? I've had Craig McRae on my podcast twice. Jaden Stevenson. Jack Perris, Dan Menzel, Sarah Ollie, Tom Morris, Nick Geish, and Brendan Archie, Fergus Green, Kai Owens, uh, Bev, Johan Yoey Wagner, and plenty, plenty more. And there's more and more to come on my show. You were just jealous that I'm successful and as passionate as anybody at what I do. You are jealous of my success. Hence why you keep talking about me and keep talking shit about me because I'm living rent-free rent in your heads. You are jealous of my success. And trust me when I say some of the next guests you'll see in the coming months or year, you'll keep being jealous and I'll keep on succeeding. 
There is nobody, and I mean there is nobody more passionate than me about St Kilda and the AFL. I post on my page. I've had my AFL Facebook page, AFL Information, Trade Rumors and Results, over 44,000 followers, almost approaching 45,000 follow, uh, likes. There's more followers somehow, anyway. There's no one more committed to posting 24-7. Now, people can say all these other accounts have got more likes or whatever. They're great. Just because you've got more likes doesn't mean you're more committed, more determined, more successful, everything like that. I could have had 150,000 likes if I wanted to. But I banned all the idiots offline because it's not about the numbers. It's great to see the numbers go up, sure. But it's not just about the numbers. I'd rather have 15,000 and all of them are true fans and non-trolls. I'd rather have that than have 1,000, 200,000 followers and the half of trolls. I like and appreciate all you loyal supporters. Um, so, yeah, the trolls, you keep on being irrelevant keep having me live rent free in your stupid dumb heads and i'll keep succeeding just remember you are jealous of me because you keep talking about me i am the number one afl podcast going around and you know it and i'm better than you and you know it oh that's right i'm kuba gretch and i'm better than you and you know it to you people that are trying to continuously run me down, lift your game. I'd say, oh, really, I say that, but they're too dumb to realise that I'm successful and they are not. Lift your, no, no, I'm not even saying that, because I'm better, I'm Cooper Gretsch. I'm better than you and you know it. I'm the best. I am the most committed Facebook AFL page going around. Who else posts 24-7? About 15 posts plus a day. Who does that? Oh, that's right. That's me. And I hope you've enjoyed the last edition for the season of the world famous segment, Scoops Goes Bang! Right. Now, we're going to talk about the grand final. And um, uh, Geelong have the 2022 premiers. Um, just a fun fact too, the Saints are the last team to beat Geelong still. Just remember that and for the following four months, five months, whatever long it is, till the season starts in March next year, St Kilda, for at least until then, will be the last side to have beaten Geelong. And also, we actually lost Geelong the last time we played them, which probably shows how dominant they've probably been. Maybe lucky in some games for sure. <coughs> Round one of the final series. Anyway, um, yeah. How great were they? How great were they in the grand final? They were too good for the Swans, unfortunately. Um, it was pretty much over a quarter time. I mean, Swans had a slight chance, but then Geelong just went bang, 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 started the quarters, and then it was just party time for them from then on. Chad Warner was absolutely awesome, though, for the Swans. got to give credit to him. Luke Parker had, like, 14 tackles and, like, 10 of them in the first half. Uh, I thought Isaac Keeney, although his numbers may not show it, I thought he had a pretty solid game as, as well. Robbie Fox was pretty good for them. But that was pretty much it. Sam Reid got subbed off in the third quarter. Now, the people that kept arguing about Sam Reid and John Lomai saying it was the wrong call. It wasn't the wrong call. Logan McDonald had not been in good form at all. Hayden McLean deserved his spot. You go, oh, Sam Reid, Logan McDonald could have been the sub, but he wasn't. Braden Campbell deserved that spot. 
I thought, actually, Brandon Campbell should have came in for Dylan Stevens, but here we are. Um, they didn't do that, and then we'd have Logan McDonald's up. But, yeah, look, disappointing for the Swans. But people keep saying that was the wrong move, and that's why they lost. You absolutely have no fucking idea what you're talking about. If you think that Sydney lost the grand final because Sam Reid came in or stayed in the side with an injury, it had a Logan McDonald, that wouldn't have made absolutely no difference. In fact, I'm getting sick and tired of people blaming Sydney and Ben uh, Sam Reid for it. If Sam Reid played forward, the ball was hardly down there. So how could it be Sam Reid and the Swans' problem for that, for picking him, is why they lost? And it's absolutely a bullshit narrative that the irrelevant media tried to spin. He tried to keep spinning during the game. That is not why they lost. They lost because their midfield got destroyed. That's why they lost. And their backline, outside of Robbie Fox, was absolutely amateurish. It was amateurish. Isaac Smith got the Norm Smith medal. That was actually my prediction to get the Norm Smith medal. Not, okay, now on, my, on the podcast I didn't say that because I said Sydney would win. Um, I said Heaney or Parker, but, you know, and I had Chad Warner in that mix. But if Geelong had won, which I know I didn't say, but on my page I said it to somebody. Um, in the comments section, that Isaac Smith was my pick of Geelong 1, and they did. Um, and they did, so we got on them. Um, Isaac Smith, gee, just anywhere he seems to go, he wins premierships. Isaac Smith, Hamilton killed him, mate. Um, yeah, but it was absolutely dominant from Geelong. The Swans were never in it. Um, we'll get the actual scores up right now, well, I don't really want to mention it, but we have to, 133 to 52, 81 points, yep, it was, now, this also got people talking on my page during the game, and I said, that all these grand finals of late have been boring, absolutely boring, this year, 21, 20, and 19, all these, there's been all the grand finals have been boring since 2018. Dom Sheed goal, that was great. Well, not if you're a Pies fan, but it was great in general for a grand final. But every game since that in the grand final, 2019, Richmond GWS, boring. 2020, was that Richmond and Geelong? Boring. Last year, 21, Bulldogs and Melbourne, boring. This year, Sydney and Geelong, boring. They're only not boring from 2019 onwards if your team was the team that won the granny. Outside of that, it was boring. You can't tell me otherwise 2019 and 2020 and 21 and 2022 were good. Unless you were the team supporting the team that won. It was boring. 2018 was the last most interesting grand final. The only interesting one since then is that one. 2019, 2021, 22, all boring. Isaac Smith, Patrick Dangerfield. Um, yeah, we're all their best players. I don't know how Sam DeConing got a vote, if you're being honest, in the um, North Sydney medal votes, but the top three were right, and Stengel was probably the next best with them. Um, yeah, Joel Selwood, as I exclusively revealed on my show, oh, my, sorry, on my Facebook post, she's got over 2,600 reactions and hundreds upon hundreds. I think it might have hit the thousands, actually, of comments, so... Great pleasure. Greatly appreciate you all commenting and sharing on that post. Keep on liking the post so we can get the platform out there. Greatly appreciate it. 
Um, yeah, he, he's going to retire. He'll announce it probably within this week or early next week. Um, yep, he has been 355 games, I think it is, on the top of my head. There's a lot of games, and he's been playing for a very long time. So the career of Joel Selwood is over. So just remember that, that you heard that here first. The people can say, oh, you, you said this, blah, blah, blah. Actually speaking to a few people close to the manor and people not close to the manor, I said I expect it to happen this week or happen this year if they win. And that's exactly what it looks like when you're seeing his parents crying and Troy Selwood crying and his brother um, and co. So, yeah, it's over for Charles Selwood. Now, let's move on to trade talk. Let's go through the trade talk. Right. We just had on radio, Colin Young is the manager of a lot of WA clients. Um, I'm on trade radio saying that Griffin Logue will join the North Melbourne Football Club. The reason he, he had nine clubs interested in him, but it was an easy pitch for him to pick North Melbourne. Once Clarko was coach and he spoke to Clarko, it was absolutely confirmed in Griffin Logue's mind that he was going to the Roos and that he will play as a key defender to Clarko told him, so that's the role he wants to play in, and then he's best suited in. Um, Bobby Hill's going to Collingwood, said Colin Young, which we all knew about. Uh, Billy Frampton is going to Collingwood, which I found a bit interesting that he said as to play as a key defender to replace Jordan Roughhead. Now, I find this very interesting that I thought they were actually bringing Billy Frampton in to play as a backup ruck slash forward, because that's the area they need the most help in. But they're going to play him as a backman, so they still need to chase a key for now. Okay, they're getting Dan McStay as well, who's the player manager of Nick Geeson, who I've had on my podcast a few months ago. World's worst kept secret that uh, McStay was going, Mick going to the buys. Um, but yeah, he said that uh, he'll be going to Collingwood, and then Billy Frampton, so that, and Dan McStay will be played forward. I, was, I like, I don't mind the move of Dan McStay in, but that's the human Meyer check. Mason Cox is still not the answer for me. So I would want to be focusing on the ruck. And if they're losing Brody Grundy, you're putting a lot of um, uh, pressure on Darcy Cameron to be their ruckman. So I'm not so sure why they're doing that. So we'll have to keep an eye out on that. Brody Grundy's still linked to Melbourne. I don't know why they would want to let him go outside of the money reasons. Uh, sticking with the pies, Jordan DeGoey. Now, you've known my thoughts on this. The longer this drags out, the better the chances of him joining the Saints. The Pies have their been there from Friday night. They exited the final series a week and a half ago. If Jordy is not signed by this Saturday at the Collingwood Football Club, their BNFs on Friday night, Francis opens next Friday. If Jordy is not signed with the Collingwood Football Club by Saturday of this week, or the end of Saturday or Sunday, he will very likely join the Saints. Plain and simple. Plain and simple. Geordie, please join St Kilda. If you don't, okay, fair enough. But you don't realise what you coming to this side could do for the Saints. Steele, Crouch, Owens, Winhager, yourself, or if you play a forward, Max King, you, Timmy Membry, Jack Higgins, Dan Butler, that forward, Rowan Marshall, that... Is very suddenly makes the team far, far more dangerous. You would get the money you want. You would still get 
good opportunities in whatever position you want to play in. But you would be helping a whole entire football club in that mid-forward area. You'd be dragging another good defender on you if you're playing forward. You would free up Timmy Membry to be even stronger than he has been. Max King has some pressure off him as well. Same in the midfield. Steely will have some pressure off him. Brad Crouch will have some pressure off him. Owens, Winhager, Ross. Um, it would help free up them so much. So, Geordie, join the Saints. Join the Bengals. We're in the 150th season coming up. Join the Saints, Geordie. Come on. But, yeah, look, it's generally 50-50. Well, hopefully, for my sake, he joins. And Saints fans, and he joins the Saints. Speaking of the Saints, Brad Hill, his manager, was also Colin Young, who was on radio before. And he said, basically... Uh, he's happy where he is at the moment and doesn't expect him to move, but he has spoke with Clarko because they speak on a regular basis. Now, I find this very interesting. I've got this feeling that he's wanting to go to North, but if it cannot be done, I don't expect him to announce it. I think he'll just it'll just happen. He might not necessarily announce a trade because he knows if it doesn't happen, he'll look like the fool. So I think he'll just... Play it cool. I think he wants to go there. I hope he goes there because he's been pretty disappointing for us and then on that big money, which you can easily give to Geordie, who actually deliver on that money um, from a playing point of view. So, yeah, just let him go. It hasn't worked for us at St Kilda. He has some good games here and there, um, but not many for that money. So he should be just off to the ruse, should Brad Hill. Now, let's go on some other names. We mentioned Brody Grundy should go to Melbourne. Carl Amon's going to Hawks. Isaac Rank is going to the Crows on a five four to five year deal at about eight hundred a year. Jack Bowes is a part of this salary dump talk. But what's been interesting, Gold Coast need that money offloaded. Apparently he's got a back in a deal. In the both of his last two seasons, which he's got two years ago, about eight hundred reportedly, eight hundred thousand per year in those last two years. Now no, that doesn't mean he was on eight hundred per year. He might have been on, say, five hundred on the first three years of his deal. And then it was bumped up to 800. So even now it could be 600 each way, something like that. Anyway, about doing the maths. Um, hypothet- that's a hypothetical. It's not the actual example. So St Kilda's been linked. Essen has been linked. Hawthorne's been linked. And Geelong's been linked. I love to see Geelong's unlimited salary cap they already got. St Kilda, I think it'd be perfect for Jack Bowes. Handy play, can play midfield, can play wing, play half back as well. Um, handy player. And I mean, look. Jack Bose is a really solid player. He's only 24 as well, so he fits in that age bracket that St. Kilda say they should be targeting around. Perfect fit. Perfect fit. Been injured a little bit this year. He was a sub a few times, which is why you didn't see much of the Gold Coast this year. But there's a catch here. Gold Coast don't need the picks. They just want the player's money out. Not so much to play, but they want that money out. Because they've got a tight cap. So they want to fit. They don't need the picks either. So they're willing to offer pick seven. To just to take Jack Bowes and his contract. So St Kilda, Ben Long is a nominee to the Gold Coast, which will fit into this conversation here. Just send Ben Long over to the Gold Coast and take Jack Bowes and pick seven out. Sounds absolutely stupid. We can offer Gold Coast a future second round if they want that as well, or a future third because they don't need picks for this season. Um, be on our way. We take their money for Jack Bowes. They free up their cap space. They get Ben Long in as well. He's apparently getting a four-year deal, which is absolutely ridiculous. For a fringe player. Um, so, yeah, by all means, let it go. Goggles are happy. They take their money off the books. They free up the cap space to get a pick as well, even though they may not need it necessarily. Um, but they can do that willing and dealing with other clubs for other players like Fiorini and Co. So, 
yeah, they're just free and get the cap space away. So from Gold Coast, I, I get it from Gold Coast's point of view as well. And St Kilda should just be begging for Jack Bowes, essentially, even if they don't want him. You're essentially going to hand a pick seven for free. For free. And think of it this way also. If Jordy to go, he's a restricted free agent. If Colin, if he chooses St Kilda, let's say now another hypothetical, if Jordy chooses St Kilda, Collingwood match the bid. He's a restricted free agent. St Kilda would then have to force a trade with Collingwood. Then you have pick seven and nine. Use both for Geordie. You get Geordie and Collingwood's first rounder for those two picks. Or you just trade pick seven to Collingwood for Geordie and that's it. And then you use some little picks around the corner. So you could essentially get Jack Bowes and Jordan Goey and potentially keep a first rounder as well. That is just simple as that. Clip it. Send it to St Kilda. You could essentially get Jack Bowes and his contract. And pick seven. And Jordan DeGoey. If Collingwood match it, which I assume they will, then you probably have to force that in trade. So you give Collingwood, uh, yeah, give Collingwood pick seven or nine with some other later picks, maybe future picks as well. Do some swapping there. You're essentially getting Jack Bowes, Jordan DeGoey, and keeping pick seven or nine. Just do it, St. Kilda. It's absolutely a no-brainer. I'm sure Jack Bowes will happily come because he's not getting game time on the Gold Coast. So just simply do it. Come on, St. Kilda. Make a statement. You've been very quiet outside the Jordan Degoe talk. Tom Mitchell talks died down completely. So, do it. Take Jack Bowes in his contract. Get pick seven along with Jack Bowes. Get Jordan Degoe. And hallelujah, you get another first round pick still. Seven or nine. Probably nine you'd have in the end because you probably have to give Collingwood seven. Then, we're laughing. We've got seven. Oh, sorry. Nine. I'll probably end up being realistically. Seven or nine. Jordy Degoe. And Jack Bowes. And you add another Jack to the list. So, simply, just do it. So, no-brainer rats, James Gallagher, the list manager, Simon Lethlean and co. Just do it. It is an absolute no-brainer. Do it and don't disappoint your fans. And even if the Geordie one doesn't come through, think of it as a, as a backup plan. Or just do them all together if you can. But if you can't get Geordie, then just do the Jack Bowes one. You get Jack Bowes and it picks seven. So essentially then you are into the draft. It picks seven to nine and Jack Bowes. Now, ideally, you get Jordan Degoe, Jack Bowes and pick seven. Um, If Collingwood don't match. But then if Collingwood do match, you can have keep nine, Geordie and Jack Bowes. And you win either way. So if you can't get Geordie and do all three together, just get Jack Bowes for Christ's sake. Golgos are literally handing you a top 10 draft pick just to take Jack Bowes. So do it! Just do it. Now, also, some names on the list. I say Braden Ferrini before. He's linked to Collingwood as well. The Pies, Craig McRae and the, Graham Wright, and the list, who's the list manager, have got a very busy trade period. They've got Billy Frampton coming in. They've got Dan McStay coming in. Bobby Hill coming in. Probably Braden Ferrini coming in. Potentially, potentially Tommy Mitchell. Uh, so we have to wait and say, Brain Fury is very likely to go similar to a seller cap dump like to Jack Bowes, but not to the extreme of Jack Bowes' deal. Fury is your one year left, apparently about 500, 600. So just get it done, Pies. Craig McCray will do some good well. The only one I don't understand is the Grundy one. I really don't. And Geordie is obviously that's up to Geordie at the moment, so they're waiting on him. They're missing out on Taranto and Hopper. Um, I'm disappointed losing on getting Taranto, but look at these other mechanisms they can do. You get Bobby Hill. 
small forward. Dam stays a key forward. Billy Frampton is apparently is going to play as a key defender, but could easily play forward and pinch your ruck as well. Um, and then you get a free or any play on the wings or as an inside mid. Um, and who's another one? I might have been missing one as, as well. So, yeah, they'd, they'd be well stocked, the pies, but then they'd be losing potentially Ollie Henry as well, along with Jordan DeGowie and Brody Grunny. So, so they're losing so many plays. Ollie Henry's been linked to Geelong, so have to wait and see there. Um, Tanner Bruins very likely to go to Geelong as well. Um, he's looking through the list of names here. Blake Agus will go from Frio to Carlton. He was low by the doctors as Colin Young. And he's going to get probably a three-year deal at the, 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 at, at the Blues. Well, Blake Akers, Blakey Akers. Um, where are we now? Um, Luke Jackson, yeah, he'll get to the Dockers. We know that. And he'll give Mel he's given Melbourne the old heave-ho. No pun intended. Uh, Dyson Heppel, he's staying in the Bombers last week. Signed a one-year deal with the Bombers, so he's staying there. The current skipper. Uh, we know that Jacob Hopper wants to get to Richmond with Tim Tarano. Tim Tarano will get there. As GRS's list uh, had a footy, Jason McCartney on SEN today, did say that um, that's to be a great offer there. And so it should be because Jacob Hopper's a contracted player. You offered him seven years. So clearly you're highly rating Richmond. Inspector Blair Hartley is their list manager. So that means you've got to cough it up. And that's what I've been saying the entire time. And people had little tantrums of me saying, oh, what did you say? How could you say that? Yeah. Seven years. Yeah. You're for seven years. You, Richmond clearly thinks he's great. He's in contract, so GWS has the freaking bargaining power. And surprise, surprise, that's what their list boss, James, uh, Jason McCartney, or the head of footy, said today. So, who's right again? Ah, oh, Scoops, you're right again. You're always right. Fuck, we should apologize. You all hail the king. We acknowledge you, my tribal chief, my, my footy god. Now, <laughs> so yeah, thank you, Jason McCartney, thinking like I have. Well done, Jace. Um, yeah, so cough up Richmond, you want him. You'll get Taranto, that's a good move though for Richmond. Uh, Jack Graham, who I didn't add, for some reason I didn't put next to on my long list of names here. Uh, and Jack Ross, I re- exclusively revealed on my podcast, oh my, sorry, on my Facebook page last Wednesday or Tuesday, um, that Jack Graham has interest in Poitelite. Oh, I didn't say Poitelite, but has some interest elsewhere. Poitelaid is one of those clubs. He's from South Australia. Jack Ross has pushed down the pecking order. If they do get Hopper in with Taranto, you got Martin and Koch in there as well, and you've got Shai Bolton. So Jack Graham and Jack Ross definitely are getting pushed down the pecking order. So will Riley Collier Dawkins, who was never in consideration this year anyway. So you can see Collier Dawkins leave. You could see if uh, Soldo could potentially leave as well. Um, yeah, it's an interesting one here. So just keep an eye on Jack Graham. Securities should look at him. If they can't get Bose or, or Dugowie, look at Jack Graham. Not extremely, you know, offering a huge deal, but like three-year deal maybe, and uh, see if you can prime out of Richmond. Um, he's apparently a future captain too. Jack Ross is a fringe-type player, but someone you could look at who could be on the way out, maybe to a Essendon who are looking for inside mids. Jack Vitale, Young Saints, being linked to Vesterden. We'll see if that happens. He's out of contract at the moment. Good old JB. Jack Vitale, that is, not Jack Billings. Um, underrated. He was a top-10 draft. Draft prospect was Jack Bytel before he had a serious back injury in his draft year. Uh, Rory Lobb, Colin Young, said Frio should let him go. He wants to get to the Bulldogs because they've got plenty of key forwards outside of Tabata and Tracy. And Tracy's not even that good, so I'm not so sure about that, Colin. Um, it's important to the Dockers. Peter Bell is a hard operator, 
If you know Peter Bell so well and see how he's dealt with clubs free of lob last year with um, uh, the hard power to get Brady Hill to St Kilda at the time, hard offer. They got Akers, they got Sarong and, for, through a draft pick and uh, some, some other picks as well. So they did very well out of that. So clearly he's going to backfire on both clubs in the end because now neither will be at the club they were traded in that deal. Only Caleb Sarong survives basically. But Freya still technically win because it's the wrong in and no one out, in a way. Um, but, yeah, it's an interesting one to see there. Um, Josh Dunkley will get to Brisbane. How good it will it be to add Josh Dunkley, Will Ashcroft? And don't rule out Jack Gunson still. Jack Gunson is at the Hawks. I met him. He was wearing a jacket. Maybe he doesn't like the cold. I was going to ask him whether he likes the hot or cold weather referencing, referencing to Queensland. I did not do that. He was wearing a jacket. It was not really cold that day. So, maybe he likes the hot weather and does not like the cold. So, could that show a sign? Just a little sign that Jack Gunson may be joined the line. Look, this is another one that's dragged out. Hawthorne finished a month ago. Brisbane finished about three weeks ago. I think Jack Gunson will end up being a, a lion when it's all said and done. Uh, so, yeah, Dunkley, Gunston, Will Ashcroft, and Jasper Fletcher. Jack Gunston's not a definite, but the other three are. So it's just very, very scary for opposition clubs to face the Lions again next year. He'll be uh, chomping at the bit of the Lions to start again past the prelim stage to get to the ground again, which I think they have uh, a very good chance of doing. Ben Long, I mentioned earlier, is going to the Gold Coast. Uh, Zach Jones wouldn't rule him out leaving, uh, depending on Geordie to go in. And now Jack Bowes, if they come in. Lloyd Meek, uh, nominated the Hawks. He's another one that St. Kilda should have gone for. I'd like Logue, but they didn't. Unfreaking believable. Uh, Matt Crouch, another one that Essendon could look at. And he's I mean, wants to stay in Adelaide, though. He doesn't want to play Sanford. Adelaide aren't going to give him game time. Poor Adelaide, I don't think, would take him. So, very interesting one there. Uh, Mitch Georgiades is going nowhere. For people that can look at him. Junior Rowley's going to Port on a four-year deal, apparently. Uh, Paddy Dow is not one I would rule out. Just wait and see how um, that one goes um, in terms of leaving Carlton. Um, Tatum Bruin, I mentioned before, going to Geelong. Will Goulds apparently says on a one-year deal. Toby Bedford, their VFL Premiership finished a week and a half ago. Still hasn't made up his mind. GWS showing some interest there. Liam Jones going back to the Bulldogs. Will Goulds apparently set to sign a one-year deal. And I'll leave you with this one on the, in terms of the trade wrap or Scoops' trade talk. Is Jason Horn Francis, I think he'll stay this year. But don't be awfully surprised if he ends up requesting a trade out of North Melbourne, especially if Clarko's not the coach. I'm not going to be talking about any of that stuff. But if he's not the coach, could that make him change his mind again? But apparently that process is going to take six to eight weeks. So wait and see. Um, but, you know, he, he'll probably stay. But I wouldn't rule it out completely in terms of him wanting to leave. Doesn't mean he'll be granted that release, by the way. Um, but don't be surprised if he's asked for it and they've said no already. And he'll try again next season. So that is a wrap of the trade wrap. Or Scoops' trade talk. And you'll know, I'll have, as I said earlier, a trade wrap video from Friday Daily. So we'll keep an eye. Just remember, guys, if there's any players you want me to talk about at all, just hit me up on Instagram, AFL Info Live, or Facebook, AFL Information, Trade Rumors and Results. Subscribe to this YouTube channel, Spotify and Apple Podcast platforms, five-star reviews would be greatly appreciated. And just go and do all that. My final thoughts are simply this. You want me on Cameo, head to cameo.com forward slash Cooper G merch. There's eight t-shirts on there. A new t-shirt design is coming shortly. And just remember, I'm better than you and you know it.
and I am Cooper Gretsch. Now, also, to cameo.com, forward slash Cooper G, want me to roast a friend, wish someone happy birthday, anything at all. Any segment ideas I'm going to have, this is the last full-fledged Kick It to Scoops episode. Now, I did mention earlier season review. Oh, on my Facebook page, the season reviews may be happening. I may do individual videos for them, um, so keep an eye out on the channels for that, of all 18 clubs. Uh, but it'd be interesting. I might wait after the trade, but I'm not 100% sure yet because then I can include the trade wrap in each club's review. I'm not 100% sure. I'm, I'm thinking about that still. But any ideas of videos you want on the show, I'll be doing a weekly trade wrap, a dr- week, a daily trade video from next Friday, then the following Monday onwards to the following Wednesday, excluding the weekend. So keep an eye out for that. Thank you all. Hope Thank you for tuning in for the whole year. I'm not going anywhere. Still doing trade wrap videos, draft videos, and everything like that, and any interviews in the future. Until next time, everyone, have a great one. The most important thing of all to remember is go to the Saints and, of course, acknowledge me, the 